किसी को दिया करो जो दुनिया का मालिक है नामों से गालिया करो अल्लाह 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 किया करो दुख न किसी को दिया करो जो दुनिया का मालिक है नामों से गालिया करो अल्लाह अल्लाह You are the one who we turn to. You are the one who we call to. Allah, you are the one who helps us through when life's hard. We depend on you. We depend. You're the one who answers our doors. You're the only one who heals broken hearts. So keep us on Sirata Mustaqi. Allah hi Allah kiya karo, dukh na kisi ko diya karo. Jo dunya ka malik hai, naamu se kaliya karo. Allah hi Allah, Allah hi Allah. किसी को दिया करो जो दुनिया का मालिक है नामों से कालिया करो अल्लाह 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 यू आर दैस फॉर आवर लव यू शाइज प्राइड दैन दू आर दुआ Who's always there for us? When we walk to you, come running to us. You're the one who answers our doors. You're the only one who heals broken hearts. So keep us on Sirata Mustaqim. Allah hi Allah kiya karo, dukh na kisi ko diya karo. जो दुनिया का मालिक है नामों से कालिया करो अल्लाह 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 किया करो दुख न किसी को दिया करो जो दुनिया का मालिक है नामों से कालिया करो अल्लाह 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 Assalamu alaikum welcome to parenting hour you're tuned in to Unity FM 93.5 here in Birmingham on 5.1 in London and down south in uh, Peterborough and all the areas that take this show welcome this evening we are doing a very important topic this evening uh, it's going to um it's on the news quite a lot talking about the coronavirus we're going to be talking about actually and it's been on the news a lot over the last couple of weeks if anybody's been following the news and we thought it is time for us to do a show on on that to get some information to you about what it is 
uh, where does it come from, uh, what we need to do to uh, look after ourselves and pre- and get our help our families, inshallah, to prepare for that and to be aware of how to we can pick up that and hopefully, inshallah. Um, it won't get so serious for us here in the UK, but this is our first show here on this. I do expect as this virus gets more known that we will come back and do another show indeed. But this evening, inshallah, we have Dr. Musrat Katak with us on, in the studio uh, online, going to uh, talk to us and explain to us a little bit more about this coronavirus that I think is very mysterious to a lot of people, not able to understand what it is and and how does it affect so many people. So, Salam alaikum, uh, Dr. Katak. Wa alaikum as-salam. Thank you for having me on your show. You're welcome. It's lovely having you on the show, mashallah. And thank you for volunteering to come on the show. I know you have, this is kind of like a pet topic of yours, um, that you've done a lot of research around the coronavirus and you're one of the best experts we can have to able to explain to us about it. Um, But before we go into that, maybe you should explain to people that are listening in a little bit about yourself, a little bit about your background, so people know. Uh, who you are and what do you do? Um, I'm a local general practitioner in Birmingham and I have been working as a GP for nearly 18 years. Um, I've grown up in Birmingham as well. Uh, so a real Brummie then. Me, you could call me a Brummie. Um, I'm not sure if I have the full Brummie accent yet, but uh, I'm trying to acquire it. Mm-hmm. Mashallah, mashallah. I think accents are hard indeed. I I don't feel I have an Irish accent, but everybody tells me I do have. So I think uh, even though I've been living in the UK now longer than I have been in Ireland, um, you still hold on to that accent, I think, that you were raised as a child, probably how you learned to speak. <laughs> It's another show we need to do about accents, actually, at some stage. <laughs> so we leave That's that right. we leave that at the moment because today we're going to be talking about a very serious topic about the coronavirus. So can you tell us a bit about this coronavirus? W- what is it really? It, it, it says virus in the name, so we know it is a virus. Can you explain to listeners what is a virus and what's different between a virus and a bacteria and other infections that happen out there, fungal infections? What's what's the difference between them? Okay, a, vi- a virus is much, much smaller than a bacteria. It's to a thousand times smaller than various bacteria. Um, a virus, it's not a living body itself as, as a bacteria, it's, a, it's cellular and it's living. So basically a, a virus waits there and then gets into your cells where it then reproduces. Now the coronavirus is an, an RNA virus. Um, which means that it does require a host to help with its reproduction. Mm. So that means um, it has to uh, kind of live on another virus. Is that right? Or um, no, no. It it then think about it. They can 
they can stay alive on a sterile surface. Now, the coronavirus can stay on a surface between five to nine days. So therefore, if you touch it, uh, if someone sneezes on a surface and then you touch it four days later, uh, it can still infect you. It's also dependent on the outside ambient temperature as well. If the temperature is much higher outside, then sometimes it, it won't stay virulent mm. for that period of time. So what temperature does it like? Is, is it, uh, it doesn't like heat or it doesn't like cold? Yeah, it doesn't like heat. Okay. So when the studies have been done on the influenza virus, especially, it doesn't like heat. Uh, it, it stays on for a shorter period, the higher the heat is. So at 20 degrees, it may stay on for, for a set period of time, but at 40 degrees temperature, it might only stay on for, for an hour or so before it dies. I see. Or, or, or yeah, it dies or it's not able to reinfect anybody. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, uh, that's, uh, and is that unusual or different to other viruses? No, not really. So, I've, all viruses are similar to this. So, the, the, the shock, I think, when you said there, it stays alive on a sterile surface. So, um, if the surface is clean and sterile and everything, and this virus is on it, it can actually stay alive for how long? For a couple of days, a couple of weeks? Between five, between five to nine days. I mean, the data is very early at the moment mm-hmm. because it's a new, it is a new virus. Um, they've... Uh, initially it was called the novel coronavirus. Now the name has been changed to SARS-CoV-2 virus. Um, and the disease itself is called COVID-19. Mm-hmm. Sorry to confuse you all there. Yeah, it is a bit confusing, isn't it? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah, but basically, basically these uh, there are seven coronaviruses known to man. Now, four of them have been have been with us for a very long period, and and just caused the common cold and mild symptoms. So we don't really worry about it. It's approximately twenty seven percent of all common colds are co- caused by these coronaviruses. The rest is by rhinoviruses and the flu influenza virus and a few others as well. Mm-hmm. Um, there were two other coronaviruses that came out which were really da- dangerous. One was called SARS, um, which came out in 2002. Um, and then the next one was called MERS, which is the Middle Eastern Respiratory Syndrome, and that came out in 2012. Thankfully, both of them have been contained. They were actually a lot more dangerous than than the current coronavirus outbreak that we have at present. 
Oh, alhamdulillah that uh, we've had viruses and we've had a good success rate of containing them. So that should reassure our, our listeners that inshallah, inshallah, of course, uh, we need to pray to Allah that we'll find a, a cure and for this one as well, uh, indeed, and uh, a prevention for this one as well. So you're saying we've had other ones and we've managed to have a cure for them, but this one is a bit different. That's right. Um, it's different because in the in the others, basically, you were infected if you had the symptoms. Mm-hmm. So people knew that oh, you might have the stars or the MERS, or that that keep away from you, or the doctors would have the uh, protective clothing on to make sure that they don't get infected either. Unfortunately, with this one, you haven't quite a long incubation period. That means from the time that you've actually acquired the coronavirus, so that means the virus has actually got into your body. Uh, it can take anything from one day to up to, some of the data is showing up to 24 days. Mm-hmm. You might be having it inside your body. That the, the median is around three days mm-hmm. and 95% of people will have it between one and five and a half days before they start getting the symptoms. Thankfully, the symptoms are quite mild in majority of people, <coughs> where they will they would get maybe a mild fever, a cough, uh, some headache. Some people may get out of breath. You may get the flu-like symptoms of the runny nose, mm-hmm. also a sore throat, and then generalized malaise or tiredness and myalgia, which is pain in your muscles. Mm-hmm. Uh, unfortunately, in, especially in the elderly who are at higher risk, they may get more severe, more severe symptoms mm-hmm. where... where uh, they they will require hospitalization and uh, especially patients with diabetes and hypertension and some chronic diseases they will be at high risk thankfully uh, children are not at risk they will get some symptoms but thankfully they they haven't there haven't been any cases at the moment where children have had any severe illnesses. Alhamdulillah, that's uh, uh, something that parents will be very relieved to hear, Alhamdulillah, that uh, that, we're, that children are, are not susceptible to this like the elderly, although we don't want anybody to, to get this, uh, indeed. So uh, what you're saying is that um, it's similar to other viruses, uh, but it's much more stronger, if if that's probably the wrong word to use. Um, it can be alive on sterile surfaces. It can take from one to twenty-four days to before the symptoms kind of are um, are obvious. So it can incubate inside a person for that time before they start having the symptoms. And it, it, you say it's, it attacks more the elderly and people who have diseases such as diabetes and high blood pressure, etc. That's right. And then once the people have uh, recovered, 
there may be a few days where they are still infective and given to other people. But the new data from China has come out where people who have recovered, they, they've done quite robust testing where when people have recovered, they've done their chest x-rays to mm-hmm. see that, they, you know, that there isn't any anything in the lung or or the infection is improving from the lung. Uh, they they've haven't had a fever for 10 days post the symptoms and two negative tests. Uh, and thankfully, once people are recovered, then they're not reinfecting anyone. Mm. And th- can they get it back again themselves the second time if they get recovered? That's a very good question. Normally, when you recovered, you will have antibodies produced. So if if you come across it again, you should get it again. But unfortunately, in some people, uh, there is a chance of reinfection as well. And again, uh, they we need a lot more data about that. It's so new at this moment in time. We you know we cannot answer that fully. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay, so um, we you spoke a little bit there about the symptoms. Can we just go into a little bit more detail? How would somebody know that they've got this virus um, more than another one? What would the first thing be they would notice or they would feel? Or, or would it be the, like sneezing first? Or what would the first thing be that that they would notice that they have it? Yeah. See, unfortunately, a lot of people would not even know that they have it mm. because they're in that long incubation period. Mm-hmm. So during that time, they will be infecting other people around them because they wouldn't know that they actually have any illness. And that is the worrying part about this specific virus, uh, its transmissibility, because people wouldn't even know. You wouldn't even know that you know, your your family member or your friend actually has it because they, they wouldn't know themselves. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of people will have very, very mild symptoms. So some of them might, might just have a little bit of a headache or, or you know, a mild cough, mm-hmm. uh, maybe a sore throat, just feeling a little bit tired or the muscles aching. In the initial stages, and and they may be fortunate, and that's all they would have. Just some, something like when you have a flu mm-hmm, mm-hmm. or a common cold, you just tend to get it for a few days, and then thankfully you recover. So that's what mainly people will have, which is difficult to uh, for 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 people listening in, especially parents listening in, to distinguish that the difference between this virus and other viruses and common colds. Because if we we look over the last couple of months, we probably all have experienced some sort of a a common cold or a virus. Often the GPs say now it's a virus when you go to them and you just, uh, there's nothing we can give you, just go home, have hot drinks. And you may have a cough that lasts for two weeks after that. Yeah. So it's hard for parents indeed to uh, distinguish this, hard for non-medics to know what uh, what are they doing? Are they doing the right thing or is could it be this? Um, I, 
what is your advice that you'd give it's parents at the moment I mean, listening in? Yeah, at, at this moment in time, uh, the advice is that if you have been in contact with anybody that has come from abroad, especially the Far East, then you should, first of all, self-isolate in, in a room and then call 111. And mm-hmm. you will be put through to an assistant there who will ask you certain questions and then based based on what you would have told them, they would escalate it further to, to a doctor in uh, public health who would then make a decision for, for you to, to come to a specific place to get tested. You should not be going out to the GP surgery because mm-hmm. if you do have it, then you will, you will infect everybody. Yeah, actually, I only got a, a, a message, a text message from my GP surgery a couple of days ago, exactly saying the same. This what you're just saying. If if you think you may have it, stay at home. Ring one one one. Do not come to the surgery. It was making it very yeah. clear in bold letters. Do not come to the surgery. Yes, right. Yeah. So I think that information needs to go across because we we've heard of a couple of surgeries in the UK that has been closed and have to be cleaned out and deep cleaned and sterilized um right. mm. so the device right. is and, and, and there is an option to talk to your gp on the phone mm-hmm. i think i think most gps would be more than happy to to ring ring someone back if they have any concerns like that mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so th- the best advice self-isolation i think that's what's been going on like i've been following some people on in japan on the boat that were stuck on that big ship mashallah uh, for weeks there they've been and uh, they were all self-isolating themselves or actually they were it was compulsory isolation so they were put left to stay in their own cabins um that's right mm. uh, that's right that's right unfortunately on the boat it wasn't handled amazingly well because um the the staff members are you know are, are not trained on on infectious diseases mm-hmm. so you know they, they you know there are reports coming out that unfortunately wasn't some things they did really well but some things unfortunately they didn't do well and that's why so many people got it the the other thing is yeah everyone was in in their rooms um a lot of these boats do not have windows, mm. and they have uh, air conditioning, which is a centralized air conditioning unit. So there are now reports that it may be aerosolized, and if it is, then it can go through the cent- mm-hmm. it can go through these units, and then infect more people. Yes, and people uh, without medical knowledge may not understand that or may not have that knowledge. Actually, even um, how if you sneeze and sneeze into your hand and then go open the door with your hand, that you're right. you're passing it on, passing. And this is for not even just the coronavirus, but for any kind of virus or infection. Correct. Yeah. Correct. One, one should, if you're sneezing or coughing, you should try to cough. Uh, Either in your, into your shoulder or into your elbows. Um, there, there is the saying: uh, coughs and sneezes spread diseases. So, so the best way would be to catch it 
spin it and kill it, which means if you are going to cough or sneeze, cough into ideally a tissue paper and then close it in such a way that the tissue paper or, or all the, the droplets are inside the tissue paper, not on the outside, and then put it into the bin where it will die by itself over a few days. <laughs> really good advice, although maybe a bit expensive on on tissues, but it's easier to to prevent something rather than treat something. That's right. Prevention mm-hmm. is always better than cure. So we're, we're coming up uh, to, in a couple of minutes to um, a commercial break. Um, we're going to have to go into commercial break. And I think after the commercial break, we can go in a little bit more about prevention, etc., um, yes. about this d- disease. So yes. uh, just before we, we go into that, maybe we just review a little bit of what we've, we've already spoken about, that it is a virus that um, can stay alive for quite a long time. Is you mentioned it affects the elderly more, and you mentioned some of the symptoms to that is similar to a common cold um, that happens. Other viruses that happens with a, uh, sneezes, coughing, fever, headache, uh, mild symptoms like that. And some people may have the disease and get over it and never know they've had it and other people it'll affect more seriously. Am I summarising that <laughs> quite okay oh, for no, you? I think, that, I think that's perfectly said. Great. Inshallah. As I, I appreciate we, you have a lot of knowledge there and we really want to um, unpick more of your knowledge, inshallah, after this commercial break where we're going to talk more in, more in depth about it and more about prevention indeed, uh, inshallah. So listeners, do tune into us, inshallah, after this commercial break where Dr. Katak will be back with us again um, going more into the coronavirus and how we recognise it and prevent it, inshallah. Assalamu alaikum.